Hey guys, in today's interview, I'm talking with my mate, Sasha Karabat, who is a seven-figure entrepreneur here from the Gold Coast, and he runs a peak performance coaching uh, business. We talk about how to really maximize your own personal performance, have more of what you truly desire, and how we went from being in hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt to now running a massive profitable coaching business and having even Jordan Belfort, the Wolf of Wall Street, out to his event. So, really cool episode here. You want to tune in, grab your notepads and pens, it's going to be epic. Welcome to the Dreaming Out Loud family where young entrepreneurs come to get inspired, learn the tips, tricks and attitude of what it takes to live their dream life. I'm your host, Morgan Nelson. Each week, I'm going to bring you the most epic guests to share their stories and wisdom to help you expand your mind of what's truly possible in your world. All right, today's guest is a 28-year-old entrepreneur from the Gold Coast, Australia, my hometown. He's the founder of Push Peak Mentoring, where he takes goal-driven individuals and helps them become extraordinary. But it hasn't always been this way for him. After being laid off as a construction worker and hitting rock bottom, escaping reality with drugs, collecting a whole bunch of debt, and just being on the wrong side of the law, he started to realize that the only way for him to control of his life, with, like he controlled every single part of his life and his own fate. He made a radical shift in his attitude and decided to start his own automotive repair business despite not knowing nothing about the industry, which is so funny. I can't wait to hear about that. With a do or die attitude, he built that up, cleared all his debt and bought his first million dollar property. So please help me welcome the guy that went from being in $137,000 of debt to now running a seven-figure peak performance coaching business and having the Wolf of Wall Street himself, Jordan Belfort, come out to his last events too, Mr. Sasha Karabat. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm freaking walking out on stage with that introduction. <laughs> I, I like to do it, man. There's nothing like, and you'd know, like being on stage and stuff, there's nothing worse than a crap introduction. Like I've had crappy introductions to stage. I've had phenomenal ones. And it's like, I come out after a crap one. I'm like, hey guys, um, so I'm Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> but so uh, let me tell you why you should probably listen to me while you're at this event today, right? So. <laughs> so who the hell am I anyway? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, I've got it. no I appreciate that too. That was, uh, that was phenomenal. Yeah. No, and pleasure. Pleasure being here as well. Thanks for the invitation as well. I'm pumped, man. Like I said before, like I'm, I'm pumped to really just get to know you more. Like we've just connected. Um, but, you know, we follow each other on social media and you do some really awesome stuff and being from Australia as well, which is just so exciting. But Man, I'd love to hear about your story. Like, how, how this all start? Because you're in construction. I used to be a carpenter as well. Right. Right. right? So, uh, where where this all start for you? Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> how far back do we go? Uh, I, I guess if we, if we were to keep it around that, those kinds of you know construction construction kind of days. Um, yeah. Like I, I kind of finished school, and I always had like big goals and like dreams. I guess of you know living a great life. It's something that I always had this almost um, narcissistic approach and, and, and like mindset about myself like I just thought you know I'm pretty good right I'm, I'm a, a bit above most people uh in in a way that kind of wasn't really serving me like it didn't help me in any way it kind of caused me to, to not learn anything I never never read never listened to any books never never you know consumed any quality content from anyone or anybody because of the fact that you know I just I expected things were going to be pretty good right? I just kind of had this almost intuitive knowingness that like, yeah, you know, I'm going to be successful and make heaps of money. Um, I'm going to live a pretty great life. And uh, the, the reality was that I was kind of working in a construction role, like as a, as a, you know, carpenter, first a laborer, then a carpenter, and then kind of worked into a, a kind of more of a site manager type role. Um, but through that time I was living in a way that was like 
not really in alignment with like my idea. Like I was like, okay, cool. So riches and luxury and all that cool, you know, fancy stuff. But then the day to day was spent, you know, wearing high vis and, you know, kicking around shovels on site. And I was like, what's happening here? There's massive disconnect. Uh, and <clears throat> I guess for me, because during that time, I didn't really have much of a focal point in terms of, you know, what I wanted. It wasn't clear. I didn't have clarity of like what I, what I wanted to get out of life, what I wanted to get, what I expected of myself, any standards around like my own personal kind of, you know, uh, I guess um, self-esteem was not really set to any degree of, of, of a thermostat, if you will. And so I found myself being, you know, quickly impacted by people around me, right? Because I didn't know where I was going. People were like, oh, dude, like try this, like come over here and, you know, you can make some money with us. It's pretty cool. Like, you know, you do this thing and it's pretty easy, rah, rah, rah. And I was like, okay, nice, next. Um, and, and it, and it kind of went down the path of doing, you know, things like that and then, you know, making money, hanging around the wrong people, doing things that, you know, I shouldn't have been doing for, for, you know, a period of a, couple of, of a few years, which, you know, eventually ended me in a place of, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt um, because I realized that, those people who were, you know, nice enough to bring me on board to, and then help me with help me with like their ideas of what I should do, don't really care too much about me. And and when you know push comes to shove and I'm sitting on the on the side of the street homeless, um, like what's going on now, dude? Like, yeah, not much support, not much from from anyone, right? So I, I kind of realized through that whole experience of living way beyond my means and, and trying to, I guess, overinflate my lifestyle um, to, to make up for. And when I, when I think back in hindsight, I believe it was, I, I look back and childhood, like my parents were really, really poor, right? We didn't have very much money at all. And I always saw, you know, um, my, my father's to a degree, maybe, maybe like inability to, to kind of create uh, security for us. And I, I wanted to compensate for that. So I went out and I didn't really have the tools or the strategy or the know-how how to do it. So I just wanted to show them, right? Like, look, I can do this and um, I want to show you that I can, you know, create a brilliant life for, for myself and, and ultimately, you know, my family in the future. And I didn't really have much of a strategy, like I said, or tools how to do that. So it just went in a pretty backwards kind of way, which ended up in me, like, like, like you mentioned, you know, lots of debt. Um, yeah, drug, drug problem and kind of looking at myself in the face and being like, like what the fuck are you doing? Um, and yeah, that was, that was a real turning point in my life because through going through that and realizing um, all the things not to do, uh, all the people not to hang out with, all the, I guess, um, questions, behaviors, thoughts, emotions, um, you know, internal beliefs about myself and life, how terrible and how dangerous you can kind of live a life when you just have those kinds of programs running like people thoughts behaviors routines and then your whole life just gets conditioned around that so it's quite difficult and i kind of had i had to lose everything i i just knew that you know living the life where i was like trying to make back and pay back thousands of dollars a week of debt to to the banks and all that kind of stuff i'm like this is not going to happen, right? I still had that idea. Like I want to be wealthy one day. I want to have a, a business. I want, I want to, you know, create freedom for, for myself first and then my family. And I was looking at the mess I was in. I was like, well, this is not happening. I've got to, I've got to make a big change. So I kind of came across this opportunity to start my first business. And it was in a, in a completely foreign industry, right? Working in a, in a like kind of an automotive, automotive repair industry. Um, and, I knew a couple of people in the industry. It was quite a, kind of like a really foreign, foreign type idea. 
and I knew that like there was massive potential for for money to be made in there, but I didn't know how. I didn't know the, I didn't know any connections. that had nothing in there. I just had that kind of like you mentioned as well that do or die mentality where I was like, all right, this is the thing. I know it can be done. The mirror neurons began kicking in. I'm like, I'm going to do it, right? And um, I kind of committed to that immediately. Um, invested some more money from two of my closest friends who somehow um, you know shelled out another ten thousand twelve thousand dollars each for me to to kind of do some training and build up I guess the foundation to start the business and um, yeah I, I just was single-minded in the focus to number one repay them in the shortest period of time possible number two pay my debt back and um, turn my freaking life around you know so that's um that kind of happened really quickly and it's as, as if like I literally just put like the blinkers on and everything else just like was just went black around me and I was just focused on nothing but you know um, number one paying that debt off and, and it just began to happen through I guess reversing what I was um, positively associated with doing like the behaviors around you know negative habits and negative kind of substances even um, I had to really heavily train myself to actually take that positive association of doing that thing or speaking to that person or hanging out with that person and reframe that around like this behavior, hard work, waking up early, consistency, discipline, like those things that really consistently move the money needle of the business uh, and just feed myself with dopamine and, and endorphins when, when I like praise myself. I'm like, well done. Like you freaking did this. Like paid off the first chunk of one of the first loans. I was like, yes i'm not done yet but it was like a huge freaking like i was like wow like this massive weight lifted off me it was just like we're, we're, we're part of the way there right and it gives me chills like just thinking about it because it was it was surreal right seeing those steps seeing the progress and, and looking at i guess a lot of the people who at times had or most of the time had kind of lost faith in me as well family and people that were just completely cut me off and i was like i'll fucking show you <laughs> show all you guys you know um, and it really drove me like, hard, especially in the, in those first, you know, 12 to 18 months where, um, where it was very difficult. And, and yeah, I, I, over, over the period of that time, 18, 18, I think it was 18, 19 months, I paid all my debt back. I net, netted, netted about, um, $700,000, uh, and, and kind of went and, and began investing because one of the biggest things was I've always wanted to, you know, buy my first home and, and, you know, buy an investment and, you know, get into real estate as well. So went straight down the path and in about 18 months I um, paid all my debt back, paid everything back and um, bought my first property. So that's kind of my, my big, I guess, um, transformation claim to fame type thing, if you will. Uh, but it's cool, man. It's a surreal experience, like standing back and standing in front of that like sold sign and, and you know, buying like, you know, a seven figure property. I was like, this happened so quick, right? And it had me like hooked on, the, the the transformation because I looked at myself on a personal level. I'm like, dude, like 18 months ago, you were a homeless drug addict on the side of the street. You had nothing. You had, you, you were broken in the mind. You had no one around you who was supporting you. In that short of a time period, like you flipped everything around. You built a great network of people. You've got you know some money in the bank. You invest. Like it, it just was this massive change, right? And and it just opened my eyes as well to, to like potential as well. Like to look at like I had been wasting my potential, my life for so long. And it, it kind of made me almost in, in a way like sad because I know how many people also do that kind of unconsciously that like they, they don't reach the point where they're on the side of the road, homeless and drug addict, addict to feel the pain, but they're just kind of like the frog in the water. 
like slowly bring it to the boil, the frog, you know, won't jump out until it dies because it just mm. keeps adapting, right? Human beings are the same. You're in a job and you just make sense of it. And you're like, yeah, like, I mean, next week, I'll try, I'll try maybe later, right? And it's just the same thing. They're not like rock bottom crisis, but they're just going through this like mediocrity of that middle ground. It's just like really floaty and wishy-washy that you're neither here nor there. And you're just like in this place that causes... For me personally, even thinking about like so much anguish, I'm just like, oh man, just need the heebie-jeebies thinking about that. Um, but people kind of need that wake up, which which kind of I love to facilitate through through my training uh, with my clients, particularly. Yeah, that's really awesome. So, yeah, it, it is. Yeah. It, it is like that, you know. Like people, uh, you know, it's like they're living like a seven out of ten lifestyle, mm-hmm. and it's like it's just enough for them to not have to do the drastic changes to create anything different. Or you know, it's like they're at, they're at that. Yeah, you said it, mediocrity. That's a word that I hate the word mediocrity along with the word hate. Hmm. Right? It's like I just I don't gel with it, you know? So what what is the difference then? Because there's so many other people that, you know, like you're saying, not everyone has a story like yours. Hmm. Um, but there is so many people that aren't happy where they are, right? Yeah. Or there is a lot of people that that have gone through what you've done. They're in some debt or you know, they're they're in they're on the, the wrong side of kind of where they want to go. But you see so many people that they stay stuck there. Yeah. What are some things that you did or what people can do to make that drastic change? Because to have a turnaround like that in 18 months, that's that's not just like a you turn your life around. That's like a fucking radical change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, appreciate that. Um, so I guess the question being, um, what are some of the things that I did to actually make that decision, to make that commitment? Type yeah, thing? like what's the difference between you and say other people that might be sitting here in, you know, they can fall into that victim thing. You know, if only life was different, if only I was brought, brought up differently, if only, and all these things, right? But, you know, like you said, we're in control of our own fate, our own dreams. We have full control on that. But I think a lot of people don't have awareness that they do. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay, got it. Um, I, I think for me, it, it began like really small, like anything. Like I didn't go out and all of a sudden, you know, start making 20 grand a week or to 100 grand. Like it ne- never happened like that, right? It was like, at first, it was just tiny little commitments that I would make with myself and then I would be like so insistent on keeping, right? It went from like my integrity would be to the point where I'd be like, okay, like tomorrow I'm going to do this, never happened. The next day I'm going to try and do this, never happened. This day I'm going to try and stop doing this, never happened, right? And you become so like, like your self-esteem is nowhere. You feel so weak, like your word becomes like absolutely worthless, so it, I try. I went back to like rebuilding that, right? So I, I, first of all, I'm, look, I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. Wake up, no snooze, no stop the alarm, no five more minutes. It was just like, ah, oh, just get up. And it was like, boom, I did it. Like, I did it. Next. Right? And, and just re- repetition of doing those tiny little things. It started off literally like that, like wake up at this time. No excuse, wake up. And there was just like no room i gave myself no option like you know i, I think that the thing is that people they're, they're too quick to let themselves off the hook right it's just like mm, yeah like tomorrow mm. um, doesn't really matter it's only a hundred dollars doesn't like you know what i mean they're, they're, they're too easy to um you know just relinquish any form of like you know ownership of what they've done because it's like i'll try again or it doesn't really matter and people think that those small tiny chips aren't really that powerful. Like they're like, yeah, well it's just, it's just waking up at five. Like it's just going to the gym. It's just eating a chocolate bar. It's just, you know, speaking my mind and being honest. 
Um, but what you fail to realize is, is like your self-esteem and your confidence, your ability to act on what you're, what you say is probably like, in my opinion, one of the most powerful things. Like I won't, I won't say anything now because I, I'm like fearful that I need to do this. Right. And I'm like, I'm not going to fucking say that dude. And if I am going to say it, like everyone hears me say that and they know that it's being done. Right. And, and for me, like I look at that as like the ultimate power, like in a place of social media where everything's manipulated, manufactured and freaking like, you know, um, fabricated stories, facade, 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 like the person that can stand there and say, look, I'm doing this and then it happens. I'm doing this and then it happens. Like that's like radical power. So if I was to give any advice to, to anyone going through any form of that kind of change or shift or that they want to, it would be purely to, um, Start small, 100%. Don't try and go out and make stupid big commitments that you're never going to keep because it puts you further back because you fail, you stop, you beat yourself up and you actually go backwards, right? Um, but it's about starting that perpetual snowball, right? Um, it goes kind of either way. Like um, it either builds upwards with small incremental steps to start that momentum rolling forward. Uh, but very much in the same way, one small chip, although you might be building this snowball and building it forward and forward and forward, and you start to get that emotion, that 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 momentum. Uh, two days, three days, a few little wrong mistakes, and that whole thing unravels about fifteen times faster than you built it. Right, so that's where it's like the the consistency to just constantly apply that action towards what you've decided um, is, is is for me like what I see to be just insanely powerful. Um, so if I was to advise on that, I would say. Start small, make small commitments uh, to yourself only first. Don't go out and tell people about it. Um, just do something to yourself first. Write it down, okay? Make it a little bit more real than just internalize it. Uh, say it out loud. Like, I'm going to wake up at this time tomorrow. I'm going to speak to five people today and ask them to buy something from me. Like, like make it real so it takes it out of your head and it, like, it, it becomes part of your world rather than just like the dreamland up there. Uh, and then just take consistent action and, and constantly um, improve, increase the level of challenge and difficulty to what you're doing and, and where you set your, your your kind of target. And to complement that, like I said, set your target. There needs to be uh, a vision, right? The thing that guided me and drew me the most out of that hole that I was in was my idea in my mind only of where I wanted to go. But right? I had not like my, my reality was fucked. I'm like my world around me was like crumbling and dark and absolute shit. So I had to create something here that that was attractive. And the reason I kept going back into drugs was because my reality wasn't any better. Okay, like the reason that I feel that people go back and use drugs consistently is because um, their reality, like their everyday life, it's not that good. So they're like, huh, well, hopefully this is a bit better. You know what I mean? There's nothing really that good about what they're doing and experiencing on an everyday kind of level that keeps them there and saying, all right, let's improve this. Let's go better. Let's do one more. They hate their job. Their missus is ugly and they don't like them. Like they've got a freaking yappy dog. That they, like, like all these things, right? And, and they, they, their life is not that good. They're unhappy. So it forces them, like, like, like we said, the frog in the pot. It's just like, yeah, well, you know what, whatever, dude. Like, you know, use drugs, escape, you know, try and actually fill that void. So, First of all, for me, that was my reality. And then I had to build, I guess, you know, in my mind first, what I wanted to experience. And I'm a firm believer of like the power of the mind and how it works. First, internalizing something, you know, like whether it's a golf swing, you know, the, as athletes always say, you know, I, I, 
yeah, hole in one, for example, whatever, but I saw it in my mind 10,000 times beforehand and, and it, it created it, right? Yes, I'm lucky. Yes, lucky, of course. Uh, and so for me, that was, that was the, the consistent action coupled with like a firm picture and a visceral kind of experience of where I was moving towards, like a vision was what just kept me moving there because I knew that my life right now was terrible and I freaking hated it. But I was like, that right there, I'm like, that's a whole different world. You know, and I know that these actions I'm taking right now, they're leading me here, okay? Because it, it, like, it's, it's shifting me right now. It's making me feel uncomfortable and it's moving me in that direction. So I just consistently kept moving and moving with that vision being in, in, in my mind, kept writing down my, my goals and my actions and my vision every single day, morning and night before I, before I go to bed. And in the, if, as soon as I wake up in the morning as well, just Im- immediately, immediately like just programming my focus onto where I wanted to be rather than, where I currently am right now. Yeah. So. And that's, that's huge. And like, I, I, for one, I, I bang on to that vision all the time because it is like that without a vision, then when things happen in our world, if we get setbacks or struggles or anything, we can let that take us out of the game because we internalize and be like, well, what's the point of even doing this? Where am I even going? And I see people do that all the time in business and life and anything. Cause they think, you know, they, they might see some Instagram motivational pictures and stuff and they want to start building a business and they're tracking progress. They track goals. Well, hey, look, we made a million bucks last year. Amazing. But where are you going? I don't know. Mm. And it, that leads to this unfulfillment and everything, which is that's so, that's so interesting. Did you have any kind of like full identity crisis going from all of that life to what you're creating now? Like surely that's, you would have gone through some reprogramming of beliefs mm. and worthiness and things like that. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And I think um, part of that comes into play around like my my humility today because although yeah, I've done some pretty great things and I, yeah, okay, I've achieved some cool things as well, uh, experiences and, and everything else. Uh, I still, I mean, I think, I think it's something like 70, 75 or 77% of the population suffers with like that imposter syndrome. Like I'm not mm. quite good enough. Why should I be like someone's going to figure me out type thing, you know? And I think everyone battles with that. So um, for me, I, I kind of put it in check and I'm just like, yo, like that's just, that's just my humility. Okay. Don't forget where you came from. Yes. I'm doing pretty great things now, but I'm no freaking different to you. I once was in fact three times worse than you. This is not a, a dick measuring contest, but I'm coming from a place of real experience. Uh, and when I speak to people, I think that comes through. Uh, so yes, identity crisis and like self-worth a hundred percent, but like, I guess through uh, immersion and like becoming more and more, uh, I guess, responsible and really owning uh, the person that I am today as opposed to and actually like letting go and disconnecting from, okay, great, it's a story to tell, but the person that I am, the person that I'm being for my, my clients and the people around me now is very, very different. So, you know, the, the whole, even when I speak about it sometimes, I'm like... <laughs> kind of like shocks me back into like, holy shit, like that, that actually happened, you know, because like I, I'm built, I've built such an identity around this guy right now that like retelling that story, sometimes it's it like, it really rocks me because I'm like, holy shit, dude, like I'm, I nearly lost it all and I did, you know, so um, yeah, I mean the self-worth issues and, and the identity issues, that's something that I think anyone, like, like never feel like it's just you, like you're the only one who, doesn't feel good enough. When should I start a business? You know, these guys seem like they've got it all together because like, man, if I could, if I could promise you one thing, when I first started making money and I saw my bank account, you know, getting jacked up, I was like, I'm like, no way, dude. 
no way this is no, this is messed mm-hmm. up like I was like, you know, it felt so like wrong because like in the past, every bit of money was like earned in a way that was so hard and it was so like much actual energy and hands-on work being done for it. So I felt like this huge like tear. I was like, what's going on? Like this is, this is too good to be true. Scarcity, it's going to end soon. I need to protect it. I need to protect it. I need to protect it, right? And it's like that fear of like growing because, you know, what, what happens if you lose it? What happens if, you know, someone, all these kinds of fears come into play. So just kind of owning where you are right now. I mean, everyone's in their in their own kind of point in the journey. So it's like, if you can just be, I mean, to say it's easy, like if you can be okay and just accept like, I'm growing, I'm growing at my own rate. Um, never be happy, sorry, never be satisfied with where you are, um, but just constantly be grateful and have like an, an experience of like happiness for like where you've come from. But it's like that constant dissatisfaction almost like you're unsatisfied about your 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 um growth and you're constantly working on it but you look at where you are like damn this is pretty good but i'm still moving forward i'm still moving forward i'm still moving forward i'm not satisfied but this is pretty freaking awesome Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like that that duality i think if you can balance that nicely it's uh it creates such an amazing um yeah like like yeah duality is like perfect work because like one side you're grinding and you're you're hungry as and the other side you're like Sit back, smell the roses, experience life, laugh a little bit, do a great meditation and, and experience things around you as well. So, yeah, if, I think that's for me the balance. <clears throat> yeah. So, how about this? Well, when, because when, when you're at a point, when you're at like that breaking point, you're really being pushed by pain. It's like, I have to freaking move or it's like sink or swim, right? And then I find, because at least me, for example, when I was at that point in my business, I did anything like and I, and I grew my business really, really fast and then you can sort of get to a point where you are comfortable where the pain's not really there anymore right and you're not satisfied but you're content mm-hmm. how can someone find that inner hunger that drive to go to the next level and do the things that they don't really want to do anymore when they're actually pretty comfortable and content where they are mm, okay um yeah i, I definitely I've, I've experienced that as well and i think um to answer that question, it's it's about what you're um, what you're using as your I guess um, measurement of success. Because if your measurement of success is based around money, then you'll reach a point of contentment and like, okay, I'm pretty good. Let's leave it at that. Okay, it's hard to get bigger. Um, laziness, complacency, right? Whereas if you frame this is, this is what I mentioned on my story last night. If you frame your uh, dopamine, if you frame your, uh, I guess, whole experience of what you see and what you want for yourself and your business around purely growth. Like, I want to be better. I'm obsessed with being better than I was yesterday. I'm obsessed about creating better experiences for my clients. I'm obsessed about creating uh, better kind of sales for everything, right? Everything I do, I want to do one step better than I did yesterday. And that's what lights me up more than the money, lights me up more than any kind of financial gain or like investment gain. It's purely like, what did I do yesterday? How can I improve that today? Time on a sales call. How can I impact a person's life quicker? How can I have an effect on my whole team faster? Like how can I change their whole experience like that? Right. And it goes from, you know, a completely different uh, way of presenting because like I find if I'm, if I'm anywhere, if, if I'm in any way fixated or focused on money and the financial gain of, of a sale or like a meeting or interaction at, at a presentation, it, it'll fail. I, I, it won't fail. It'll be, still be okay, but I will feel like I've failed because I know 
that the true value of me comes from here. And if I'm in there and I'm just focused and fixated on money, I'm like, yeah, cool. So how many sales are we get in here? Nice one, two, like wrong, right? And if I purely go in there fixated on like seeing their eyes light up, seeing an experience, visceral, visceral experience be translated from my mind into another person's mind and they just go pop, I get it. Like that, like that, that changes the freaking game, right? Because you go from someone who's like, you know, basing their own success on money in the bank, which is just, okay, cool. It's going to happen inadvertently to your growth anyway. You know what I mean? Like the more you grow, the more money you're inadvertently going to make. So why not focus on the thing that is infinite and that can reward you time and time again, right? So that was the biggest shift for me going from, sweet, I'm stacking up cash. This is phenomenal. Look at my account. Woo, 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 right? All right, nice. So like, and I remember the, the period that this changed for me was every week I, I would like, you know, call my fiance. I was like, babe, look, this is what I did this week. Boom. We're, we're like, Fuck, this is amazing, right? And she's like, holy shit, that's crazy. Next week, beat the record. Hey, but this week, like, check that out. That's amazing. She's like, wow, I can't believe it. Next week, beat the record again. Where, like, I mean, what do you want me to say anymore? Like, it gets old, right? It's like, well, like, what the fuck am I supposed to say? Like, okay, it's another number. It's another, it's another, like, milestone. Cool. But, like, what else is there? It's like, wow, another one. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> You know what I mean? And it's like, that's what happens. If you focus on the money, you lose the meaning. Focus on the growth, focus on the obsession around improvement and actually experiencing a better life for you personally, yourself, and all the people around you that your business impacts. Like, dude, see you later. Radical, radical changes will happen really quickly. Yeah. So you, you've definitely, and even it's like chatting to you and, you know, you've definitely kind of cracked the code on peak performance, right? What, what exactly is your, like your events, we're talking about some of your events and stuff you've done and your coaching. What does that kind of all entail? Like, what does that, what does that mean to someone to really achieve their peak performance? And like, cause we always know what we know and that's, that's it, right? I don't know what we don't know. And for so long in my journey, like I'm working hard, I'm doing, doing what I think's good, but there's always that next level, right? Yep. So what, what is it kind of that you guys, that you, you do, I guess that you're passionate about bringing out in people? Hmm. Uh, I would say, I would say, number one, it kind of begins with um, making them uncomfortable because you know, the, <laughs> the, oh, in, in all in all seriousness, my, my my clients that come on and work more, more closely and intimate with me to begin with, like they they don't like me. The first few mm -hmm. weeks we spend together, they're like, fuck, what did I sign up for? But that makes a good coach and mentor, right? Like you you can't be you can't be friends. Like I say to people all the time, it's like I care more about your future than I do your feelings. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, so I think, I think that's kind of where it starts. And then um, really drilling down like really, really deeply into like, like I did for myself personally, what, what's that vision? What's that kind of out, what's that outcome for me? And um, I, I think coming to terms, there's, there's kind of, I'm obsessed with like this term of like iteration, right? It's just like this infinite iteration, like every single thing I do, I have this like idea in my mind of like, my business is like, uh, like I'm building like the pyramids, right? Like you think about those Egyptian pyramids, you know, that's what I'm building and it's never ending. It's like these, this, this infinitely built continual process of the pyramids. Think about those uh, Egyptians, right? They're, they're, they're stacking these blocks, right? Every single block, if it had a chip on it, it had a crack, it wasn't quite perfect, gone. See you later, next, right? Next one, right? Build it, stack it, position it perfectly, level it, make sure it's absolutely perfect. Next layer, right? And what happens? All the people, all those slaves, they were contributing to something so huge 
that they were just like, I will sacrifice my life to be part of this. Like, and that, I'm, not, I'm not asking people to sacrifice their bloody lives <laughs> to be part of my business or anything. But I'm just saying like, that's in my mind. Like that's where I'm going. Like every single thing, every action, every single, you know, step that I take every day is built around that kind of mindset. And I think if I translate that um, for myself, it's really a reflection of me. Like every single uh, aspect, every new learning uh, lesson that I make, every person I speak and come in contact with, I want to have that same effect where I'm sharing with them, you know, uh, part of me, part of my journey and leaving them in a way that's building their own kind of life in the way that I'm building my pyramid, they're building theirs. So ultimately, if I was to frame up what peak performance for me is and like performance overall, there's no peak, there's never any peak. It's that infinite iteration. It's just constantly sharpening, laying those blocks and becoming better than you were yesterday, obsessing on um, that part alone, being fueled by growth and development more so than financial gain and like you know the the material aspect of it because for me it's ruined me uh and i've seen it ruin other people as well so it's about obsessing about the right things that are continue building that and stacking that pyramid freaking it's just like the, the turtles analogy like it's turtles all the way freaking down you know yeah yeah this is just that 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 endless endless level of um of this pyramid stacking that's what i'm doing i love it and when when you were talking about making your clients hate you in the beginning and really find their pain. What do you mean by that? And how, how can someone kind of really dig deep and find their own pain? Mm, I, I think, I think find your own pain is a, is a difficult one because, you know, think about this. Like if, if you say you've got like, a, like you, you've got like a, um, a busted knee or something, you've got like a bit of a, you know, you hurt your knee, you tripped over, you had like a bit of an injury and it healed, but you know, it, it's, it's not a hundred percent. What does your body do, right? You, you kind of develop a bit of a limp. Um, you, your other leg will compensate. Your hip will get a bit out of place. Like you, your whole body will change and compensate for that pain because it doesn't want to experience the pain all the time. Right. And if I was to ask that person, like, Oh, why you, Oh, I didn't, I didn't even realize that I've been limping, man. Like it's been like that for 20 years because they don't know, right? If I was to ask you what, what's something that, that causes pain, you have that conscious thing in your mind that's like, yeah, damn, my, my accounting and my bookkeeping is a freaking mess, dude. Like I need to fix that up. Like that might come to mind. That's not the real thing. So it's really like a real internal process where, you know, I personally like to do it more like intervention style readings with people without sounding like woo-woo. Uh, this is just purely like me picking up on behaviors of my clients and like pulling them apart. And I do this in a sales environment. I do this one-to-one in a transformative environment. This is not like uh, any kind of basis of like, you know, NLP or anything. This is just purely, I mean, there are probably threads of it in there. I've never been like trained, but this is just purely me looking at a person, their behavior, the way they react to what I'm saying, particularly about them and seeing how their body language responds and then just pulling them apart, dissecting and saying that right there is what you need to do. Change that right there. And then it's like, Right, getting to like the core of their freaking being in like uh, for me under under like seven minutes is is I guess what I, what I try and do in that case. Yeah, that's really cool. And then what you make them make radical shifts, radical changes. Well, often, often to be honest, it comes quite naturally because you think about it, like if if I was to um, unearth something in you, if I was to peel you apart and dissect you and say, look at that right there, boom, and just completely amplify that thing that you over years had forgotten about and it's causing you grief and pain uh, in, a, in a way that you're not conscious of. If I just fully amplified that, made that so real, and I'm like, look, dude, check this out. This is what's happening. And you're like, holy fuck, you're right. 
Like that's the kind of moment where you're like, something's changing right now. And I go, boom, right now, you're going to do this. This is exactly what you're going to do moving forward. Never let this happen again. Boom, boom, boom. Make sure you speak to me next week at this time. Let me know exactly what's happening. Let's keep moving. And then it's like, it, it's like inspiring, right? Because like, you know, I can, I can tell you, hey, you know, Morgan, go and, um, go and do this dude. You're like, yeah, 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 sure, man. Okay, cool. All right, nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's, what's the attachment to it? Zero. Right, but if I if I get to a, a point in your own personal kind of like layering of a, of a human being, right, and I pull something out that hasn't been touched on for five years, four years, six years, and it lights you up in a way where you're like uncomfortable, pain driven, like energy, like you're just like this whole rush of emotions, and you're like, holy shit, man, you're fucking right, wow, right, and then I'm like, great, now let's do this, right, and I I give direction on that, like, that's a completely different freaking world, we're playing a different game right now, you know, and then so actions based on that kind of energy and that inspiration, yeah, they become habits and they become really fucking powerful. Your, I saw you talk a lot about your fast four, Mm. what is this? Fast four, fast four is more so in, in this particular case, this is, um, a blend of like uh, personal kind of development, but a lot around strategy, uh, sales, online strategy, marketing strategy. Effectively, um, some of my best tools and, and methodologies just distilled into that fast forward program. The idea being uh, the four, the four. Uh, I call I called it fast forward initially because I want, it was a four week program, uh, and that, that was kind of like a really radical, quick transformation of the personal development side. But since then, it's kind of, you know, transformed into a bit more of an evergreen um, program where it's consistently running and um, the, the, the program length itself with the marketing, the sales and the ongoing components. I mean, it's probably more of a 12-week program, but I just really like the name, the Fast Four, so it kind of it kind of just stuck. <laughs> it just sounds good. kind of just stuck, to be honest, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Sasha, when it comes to this whole world of peak performance, being your absolute best, just an animal beast mode all the time. What's a question that I haven't asked you that I should ask you about it? Mm. Uh, I think, I think um, a question around like fear, like the, the presupposition sometimes is that, you know, somewhat high level people or people who, you know, are at the top of their game, not saying I am anywhere near that yet, but uh, they're, 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 they're different, right? They're like a, a different person and it's easy to disconnect like, yeah, but man, like he's doing that. Like he's, I could never be like him, right? Uh, so I think a question quite fitting would be around, you know, normal emotions, normal experiences, normal kind of uh, mortal um feelings right because you know for me uh, it's something that I, I feel often right like you know fear um scared of, of new opportunities right um, i'm scared of growth at some points um you know often often i feel you know like i have no fucking idea what i'm doing right <laughs> and, and and that's just that's just the ultimate truth of it is like that's everybody right we're all making this shit as we go along exactly exactly and i think i think what comes with um the the world that that we are in is is like I, I have a lot of strategies. I have a lot of systems, a lot of processes that work really well, right? And they're proven they're just, you know, time and time again. But at the same time, like, you know, people, people look to, for example, like a mentor or a coach, someone to help and guide them and just have everything figured out for them, 
But the, the very concept of that alone is like flawed because like that's, that's my system. Yes, it works. But you, you're an individual. You come through something. You're going to have your own experience. Yes, you're going through like a series of steps and, and, and kind of processes that work absolutely. But you're also going to be experiencing the same thing, right? And, and I think the idea like that, I guess the, the concept, of the, the, what I'm trying to get at is like um, the idea that someone else, uh, meaning coach or mentor or guide, should be controlling and dictating like all right cool so this is exactly what you need to do go do this this and this um yes i believe in that 100 percent. i'm a massive kind of advocate for coaching and mentoring i have you know a lot of mentors myself but at the same time it's like me as a coach and then my clients as well i know that they're going to be drawing their own experiences from what i'm telling them and they're also going to be having their own you know feelings and expressions you know some of the females that i work with as well like they, they, at times, they don't appreciate the, the forwardness and the almost aggressive kind of nature that I can have. So, you know, things like that, that, that kind of come into play around my personal character and my clients as well. It's like you're always, you're always going to be experiencing, you know, human beings, right? Emotions, feelings, um, people not liking you, liking you, you getting upset, you getting scared, you getting fearful, uh, breaking down and freaking crying sometimes, man, because like, you know, we're, we're all the same. We're all this freaking meat suit that's kind of, you know, carrying around a whole body of emotions and feelings that, um, you know, we try and look like a professional, look like a, a slick operator all the time. But the truth is, like, yeah, that's the case. But uh, a lot of the time, yeah, it, it's, it's, a, it's a whole internal game that I believe is probably, in my opinion, like 80% of, um, of what's important is, is what goes on up here. Yeah. Yeah, that's epic. Dude, this has been absolutely awesome. Where can everyone find you on social media? Yeah, awesome. Dude. Um, I think I think Instagram I'm probably most active on. I've got a cool couple of cool like private Facebook groups. Otherwise, um, connect with me on Facebook. I've got a private Facebook group there. But I'd say Instagram is probably the one where, that I, I spend the most time on. So that's just uh, Sasha underscore Carabut, S-A-S-H-A underscore K-A-R-A-B-U-T. Uh, and, and otherwise, yeah, across everything, you know, LinkedIn, um, Facebook as well, YouTube, I'm building that channel up as well. So feel free to, feel free to connect with me anywhere. Absolutely. Yeah. Wicked man. Uh, all right, dude, to wrap this up, I'm going to ask you one last question. Are you ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. If you were to go back to your 18 year old self and give yourself 30 seconds of advice, what would it be? 18 year old self. 30 seconds of advice, 18, putting myself back in that position right now. That's a, that's a, I've never actually been asked that question before. Um, I'll probably say start reading because I never picked up a book until five years ago, four years ago. Never picked up a book, never read anything, didn't like it, didn't think there was anything valuable in it. Like I was like, yeah, cool, dude. What do you got to teach me? Uh, what's this personal development rubbish? Like what the hell are you guys freaking talking about, right? Um, so I would say read. I would say read often, um, dedicate a few hours a day to learning. Uh, that's, that's for me. It's for me in my, in my category of like money-moving activities, you know, uh, learning. So prioritizing that now is something, although I'm busy as hell, I, I still make time for every day. And I think all successful people do. Uh, it's something that you must, must get in the habit of doing for sure. So I'd probably say, look, you little motherfucker, pick up a book and read it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Guys, if you know anyone else who is as passionate for life as they are successful, then please send them my way. I'd absolutely love to have them on the show. As Zig Ziglar says, if you help enough people get what they want in life, you'll have everything you want. So that's why each month I'm choosing one lucky person who has left a review 
to have a free private 30-minute coaching call with me. So guys, if you got some value or inspiration from this, it goes such a long way. If you can just take 10 seconds and leave a five-star review and you'll go in the draw to win the call. And if you could share this with a friend, I would be forever grateful. Until next time, guys, I've got your back. Go out and dream out loud.